ready to take a ride, grab your coffee, and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Hello, Brother Shannon, how are you? Hey, I'm doing okay today. Welcome aboard. Everybody, uh, we're excited to be here tonight with Dr. Deborah Vills. Today is, uh, or this morning rather, I'm sorry. Today is Tuesday, July 11th, 2023. Welcome wherever you're tuning in from. Sister Vells, would you like to open us in prayer? Yes, sir. Oh, dear Lord, we love you today. And we just want to thank you, Father, for this day that you've given to us. We thank you, Father, for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. Thank you, Father, for how you blessing and ministering to your precious men and women of God. And we just ask tonight or this morning, Father, that you help us, Father God, and that you uh, have your way. We thank you for the word of God. And Lord God, we want your perfect, complete, and whole will to be done. And I ask that you minister to each and every one. And Lord, we love you. And we just thank you for all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Great to be back with you, Sister Vells. And the mic is yours. Take all the time you like. Amen. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Well, it's a blessing again to be here and honor. I just say God bless to everyone that's listening. And I thank God for the word today as I have been uh, really doing uh, a lot of study on the topic I'm going to talk about, Brother Shannon. And I really believe that the Lord is going to have me do a manual on this. And what we're going to talk about today, um, and we've done some messages in the past about it, but uh, today I'm going to talk about exposing and, and aborting the spirit of witchcraft. Now, as I look at, and as we look in Galatians 5, it talks about the works of the flesh. And I believe I was studying some yesterday, and uh, that really popped out that the spirit of witchcraft or witchcraft, sorcery, all these things are works of the flesh. What happens when people don't get um, controlling issues out of their life, dominating or manipulating, it can really switch over into demonic activity. So it's important that we understand that works of the flesh, when you walk in any of them, it's a dangerous thing because you could end up being really uh, under the power of the enemy in more ways than one. And uh, Christians can be affected by it, of course, and we know that. So we don't want to succumb to the enemy. So we're going to talk about exposing and aborting the spirit of witchcraft. So Galatians 5 and 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again, with the yoke of bondage. This scripture lets us know that we're susceptible and can be entangled, can succumb to a yoke of bondage. So it's important for us to understand today when the Lord says, if you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the dictates, lusts, and appetites of the flesh. So we have to make a conscious choice every day to crucify put to death the dictates and the appetites of the flesh in order to walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So the word witchcraft comes from an old English word, wicca craft. Those who practice witchcraft use it to manipulate the will of others. So in essence, those who practice witchcraft attempt to replicate the acts of God with natural products 
or with the aids of devils. So again, you know, a person can innocently say, well, I'm just trying to tell my children and lead them in the right way. But if we're not careful, even with our children, we can control them. And that's not what God wants us to do. We are to be good parents. We're to lead. Yes, we're to give guidance. Yes. But when it comes to controlling and wanting them to do everything we think they should do, especially as adults now, uh, we have to be careful. And that's not just with children. That's leaders. We, we have to be careful that we lead, not dictate, not control or manipulate. And even in the world, that is what's happening. The enemy wants to dictate. He wants to control. So we have to really be mindful of God. We have to stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit, stay under his hand and his leading. And he will let us know even when these things are in operation. And I do believe that that this stuff is in operation in more ways than one so subtly. And but God is really removing covers exposing and opening our eyes to the truth. Now, there are three words used in scripture that describe uh, to describe the occult. That's divination, sorcery and witchcraft. So divination is fortune telling. It works through tarot cards, tea leaves, crystal balls, horoscopes and palm reading. Now, you might say, well, we're not going to, you know, see this set up in churches, you know. No, most of the time you won't. But people that are uh, open to these things, they go to people because they want to find answers. We know that our answers come from God. And the enemy is trying to replicate, imitate, give other ways for people to get information. But it's not by the Spirit of God. And we must be able to discern even when answers and people talk to us and may say things to us, but it's not coming from God. And the Holy Spirit will let us know when that is taking place. So we are told to avoid divination of any sort. The Bible says in Leviticus 19.31, do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Leviticus 20 verse 6 says, I will set my face against the person who turns to mediums and spiritists to prostitute himself by following them. And I will cut him off from his people. Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12 says, Let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. And because of these detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. The Lord doesn't want us to have any practices or any dealings with any of these things. So we know in Acts 16, 16 through 19, Paul dealt with a young lady who was bound by spirit of divination. They would go to prayer every day, go to services, and this young lady followed them faithfully. Sometimes these spirits will follow you faithfully. Praise the Lord. But there comes a time when exposure has to come. 
And that's what happened this day because Paul was grieved and he said, look, he turned to this, this young lady. He commanded the spirit to leave her. It did right then. Of course, it brought a replication, repercussion or uh, what do you want to say? Paul and Silas ended up in jail. Let's, let's say that way. And they were beaten. Uh, they were put in jail as a result of him speaking the word. Sometimes we speak God's word. We obey the Lord and it may bring uh, a trouble. Uh, but how many of you know that when you when you suffer for Jesus Christ, he'll make sure you get through it. OK. And then in Acts 13, 8 through 12, Elimaeus, he was a sorcerer and he sought to turn away the deputy from the faith. Now, Paul looked straight into his eyes and said, uh, look, you are a child of the devil. He was full of all kinds of deceit and trickery, and he perverted the right ways of the Lord. And he said, you're going to be blind for a season. You're not going to be able to see. Paul simply spoke the word, and it happened just like that. That was not a curse. He didn't curse the man. He said, look, you're doing wrong. Hallelujah. And because of that, this is what's going to happen to you. And if you read that passage of scripture, you'll understand why Paul said that. Now, sorcery works through drugs. Many people today are bound by drugs, whether it's prescription or um, even over-the-counter street drugs. And it opens the door because what happens is a person that is so under the influence of marijuana or whatever it is, their natural mind is overtaken. They They can't think straight. So we have to be really, really careful of these drugs that 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 are even on in 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 prescription form. We have to be careful. Okay, uh, sorcery works through alcohol, suggestive dancing, and charms. The ultimate goal is to control and lure people away from worshiping God. Okay, so we know that in Galatians five nineteen through twenty one, it talks about the works of the flesh. Okay. So if you go and study these words, study these terms, the Spirit of the Lord will minister to you. And what we're talking about today is witchcraft or sorcery. But all of these are works of the flesh, and we must be careful that we're not walking in them. Okay, Because the Bible says that those who practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay, so witchcraft is the calling forth of spiritual influences with the goal of controlling the will of another person, putting him or her in subjection to their own will. Witchcraft is the realm of of the spirit dealing in domination. It works through encouraging disobedience, which opens the door to intimidation, manipulation and control. There are people even sitting in churches that are so controlled by their leaders, for example. I'll give one example. And I, when I heard this years ago, I was just kind of appalled where in this particular church, the people could not even get books and read things unless the pastor, they, everything had to go through the leader. Everything had to go through the pastor. They weren't able to have a library. They weren't able to read things, you know, to to encourage their own growth. And, and beloved, that is control. That is witchcraft. So again, when if anyone is in this or has been, has been affected by these things, you can come out, be free. Jesus called us to be free and liberated in him. Okay. 
So Galatians 3 and 1 says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before those eyes or whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. So many in the Galatian church were falling back into a mindset of works, rituals to please leaders who sought to bind them to religion once again. Jesus calls us into freedom. He doesn't call us into bondage, bondage to legalism, traditionalism, you know, religion. We have to be careful. Okay. Religion can instill fear into the lives of believers and separate them from the true and living God. So the people fail to stand strong for their freedom. The anointed one or God, Jesus has freed us. He's freed us to walk in liberty, okay? God is God, and he saves us through Jesus Christ. This is how we're saved, through Jesus. We come to him, hallelujah, and asking him to forgive us of all of our sins, cleanse us, and then committing to walk with him. Glory to God. So as leaders even, we must serve the Lord by caring for those we lead, not dominating them. All right? So Matthews 20, 25 and 26 says, Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their high officials exercised authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. One of the things that we recognize is that Jesus came to serve, not to be served. We're servants of Jesus Christ, and we're to serve as well. Now, I want to give you some weapons of witchcraft. Some common weapons are confusion, emotional manipulation, inattentiveness, and fatigue. Okay, these are just a few. Witchcraft also manifests itself in a feeling that there's something wrong, but an inability to know what it is. Let me give you a Uh, Some other terms here, like chaos. Chaos is a complete lack of peace. When witchcraft is operating, there is a release of chaos, confusion, and turmoil. But 1 Corinthians 14.33 says, God is not the author of confusion, but peace, as in all churches of the saints. So when witchcraft enters the room, it comes in like a whirlwind, releasing a cloud of confusion and chaos. Another one is chaotic magic. Sorcerers in India use this form of witchcraft. It is designed to release witchcraft and create havoc. Sorcerers intentionally send chaos, which is released through words for the purpose of controlling those at whom it is released. Another one is inattentiveness. Now, it's difficult. In other words, what happens to a person, they find they cannot keep their attention. All right. During conversations, for example, they begin combing their hair, searching their phone. You know, can't keep still, okay? Turning their attention away from what they should be listening to. It is easy to spot those who all of a sudden have lost interest and are not listening to what is being said. 
Another weapon is pulling on emotions. Witchcraft works best by pulling on your emotions. Various strategies are used, such as shedding tears in order order to hook your soul. Witchcraft will probe your emotions, looking for an open gateway to your soul. It searches for pride by sweet talk, flattery, and feeding your ego. Many times, uh, men or women can be sucked in uh, through a warlock or a witch. Sucked in because of words, flattery, to get what they want. So this is a very, very serious thing when someone pulls on your emotions. Okay, Emotional manipulation is a common form of witchcraft. Okay, a boy or a man telling a girl or a woman how beautiful they are, how much they love them, and and don't even know them, but yet they say they love them. Now, we have to be careful. There are a lot of scammers, a lot of people that will tell you things that's not true. And if a person is gullible, open, for whatever reason, they could fall into a trap. So be careful. If anyone now is even being tricked in this way. And you find that you're in a, you're caught soulishly to someone that's very negative. Really, the Lord is really trying to show you, come out. Come out of that. Get help. Get prayer. Okay. Con men and women. Build your trust and confidence until they steal your money. Okay. Steal what you have. Take everything from you. It's a spirit of witchcraft. Be careful. Okay. Guard against emotional manipulation and unnatural attempts to probe your soul. Okay. Another one is soulish manipulation. Okay. Esau lost his birthright because he allowed his flesh to dictate him through hunger. All of a sudden, just a bowl of beans was more important to him. Okay. His flesh. Feeding that flesh. Once he saw that he had lost his birthright, he cried out. You know, he was upset. It was too late. He never repented for the sin. Hebrews twelve sixteen and 17 says this, Lest there be, in, be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. Okay. So spiritual discernment operates in our born-again spirit, but never through our emotions. Beware of the person who attempts to manipulate you with tears. Spiritual discernment can be blocked by soulish compassion through the operation of witchcraft in your emotions. So be careful. Hallelujah. Another one we want to talk about is strong confusion. A spiritual force that releases strong confusion against one's mind. And I experienced this years ago. And I'm thankful that God um, delivered and brought freedom to me. I'm so thankful. God is a, he will reveal things to you. Hallelujah. He'll bring you out. Because when someone is trying to dominate you and control you, praise the Lord, you may not even be aware of it, but God will expose. And I'm so thankful that the Lord let me know what was going on. 
probing the soul, probing the soul for information. Sometimes people will ask you questions and they don't really mean you any good. Just trying to, they can see that you may be hurt, maybe going through something. So they'll ask questions in a way that may sound like they really care, but they really don't. Okay, be careful. Amen. Uh, witchcraft will try to infiltrate your life through your emotions, asking questions in excess, in an excess manner. Okay, uh, this is an indication that you just just watch. The Bible tells us to watch and pray, beloved. Now, not everybody's doing this. This is not always the case. Come on. Amen. It's not always the case. But if it is, and maybe the Lord is is trying to show you some things, beloved. And so if that is the case, the Holy Spirit will reveal the truth. How many of you want to walk in the truth? Glory to God. Amen. You want to be free. You want to stay free. Glory to God. And the Bible says, he whom the Son says free is free indeed. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. So these witchcraft spirits will gather as much information as they can to use against you at a later date. And I've seen that happen. And it can really bring... Um, Character assassination, slander, all these things. So be careful. Be careful who you trust. Be careful that if you bring people in your inner circle, that they've been proven by the Spirit, that the Lord has His hand on their life. Be careful. Hallelujah. Okay. We're also going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about some things to abort, uh, Witchcraft, and that's what we're talking about, exposing and aborting the spirit of witchcraft. So Jeremiah 23 and 14 says, I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem a horrible thing. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of evildoers, that none doth return from his wickedness. They are all of them unto me as Sodom, and the inhabitants thereof as Gomorrah. So prophetic witchcraft, uh, the characteristics of that are betrayal, sexual sin, lying, compromise, avoidance of confrontation of sin, and an unclean spirit. Those who walk in witchcraft can be subject to sexual sin and perversion, whether by viewing pornography, uh, where no, we know people that that do pornography most of the time, they don't want anybody to see and know what they're doing. Okay? Sometimes flirting in the church, all this stuff. Okay? You cannot be a true prophet and ignore sin. Okay? When sin creeps in, it comes into defile. And whether it's individuals, whether it's a individual, whether it's on a more than more than one person, okay, gotta be careful. How you live. Someone else will be affected by it. Okay. And many times we fail to see. How people are affected by what is done. Especially in leadership. In an adverse way. And believe me. The Bible even says your sins will find you out. Hey it's going to come out. Someone's going to know the truth. So if you're doing anything in the dark. Be careful because it will come to the light. Okay. Hallelujah. True prophets always deal with the issues of sin. Jeremiah tells us that witchcraft operations through smooth sayings and he refuses to turn people from sin. Thy prophets have seen vain and foolish things for thee. 
and they have not discovered thine iniquity to turn away thy captivity, but have seen for thee false burdens and causes of banishment. That's Jeremiah 2 and 14. The words are given as are, are smooth, uh, saying that people want to, sayings that people want to hear many times. That's what happens. People come in, they, they're going to tell you everything you want to hear. But then the lifestyle may not be the character. All this. Okay. We have to be careful. Glory to God. They're full of flattery and words that mean nothing. These type um, of words fuel spiritual pride and idolatry. True prophetic operations will expose sin for the purpose of deliverance and to keep one from being ensnared by deception. The Holy Spirit uncovers and reveals sin in order to keep one from going to hell. Now we know that many people are not teaching on hell and how you go there. Come on, and what happens, all this. There's even people teaching that there is no hell, but there is a hell. Hell, yes, was created for the devil and his angels. But we don't want to be a part of that. We don't want our lives lost. Come on. Hallelujah. But we got to be mindful, beloved, to know that we will all give an account of the deeds done in our bodies. Hallelujah. Whether good or bad. So we must know that, that one day we will be judged. All right. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about lying, the lying spirit. They commit adultery and walk in lies. Jeremiah 42, 14. The scripture says, I have seen also among the work of witchcraft a horrible thing, committing adultery and walking in lies. A person that's walking in this way is going to lie, cover up, cover up, cover up, cover up one thing, cover up another. Come on now. This, this, this gets people in vicious cycles. I've seen it happen in people's lives where after a while, you don't know if they're telling the truth or not because they speak more lies than truth see this is how the enemy comes in to deceive and 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 pull one into deception okay the spirit of witchcraft will lie to you without a conscience okay if you find yourself in the midst of this break from this deception okay workers of witchcraft will strengthen the hands of evil doers they lack the willingness to speak out against unrighteousness and sin. People that are doing wrong, leaders, and, and, and not all leaders, okay, but those that are, they're not going to want to be around people that they know are going to speak the truth. Not going to fast and pray. There's certain things they will shy away from. Glory to God. But listen, beloved, you want to be clean, fast and pray. Get along with God. Seek the face of God. If God is trying to pull you out of something that you've been in for a while, but you know that things are not right, do not run the red light. Don't run those amber lights. Glory to God. Stop and allow the Lord to to show you what's going on and then give you wisdom what to do. Glory to God. And thinking that you can save, sometimes you may be in a situation and you think, well, if I just stay here and I just pray, it'll be okay. And God will help me to help them. But if God has not graced you to do that and he's calling you out, obey the Lord. 
okay? I'm not trying to tell people to leave their churches or anything like that. And I, I pray you hear my heart today that we love people. I love everybody. This is not to bash, but these things are taking place and the Spirit of God is wanting us to, when we do have to warn when we do have to cry loud, that we do it with all love, all sincerity, because there are a lot of people hurting as a result of a lot of abusive things that are happening in the churches today, in ministries today. And God is wanting to clean us up. He's wanting to make sure we're clean. Hallelujah, that we're pure. Come on now. Thank you, Jesus, that everything we do, we're doing it by the Holy Spirit. We're being led and guided by Him, that people can get what they need, get healed, get restored, get delivered, get reconciled back to God. Hallelujah. Be able to trust. There are some people that cannot trust, beloved. So we have to understand the Lord will reveal things. Okay. And He does it because He loves and He does care. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. Let me keep going. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Profaneness. Let's talk about that. Jeremiah twenty three fifteen says, Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts concerning the prophets, Behold, I will feed them with wormwood and make them drink, drink the water of gall. For from the prophets of Jerusalem, profaneness has gone out into all the land. Again, that was Jeremiah 23.15. Those who operate in spiritual witchcraft release confusion everywhere they go. When God speaks a thing to you, he will use a prophet to confirm. But if you find that confusion breaks out behind what you believe God is saying, stop. Stop right there. Seek the face of God and do not move until you know that God has brought clarity. Oftentimes, you know what the Lord is saying. However, when a spirit of witchcraft enters the picture, it will bring confusion, especially when you do not want to accept what the Lord is clearly saying. Okay. A little bit about confirmation. When God gives a word to you, he will confirm what he has placed on your heart. It is a good thing to submit the word to others that can help you pray, particularly to your leaders. Amen. Just submit it to get confirmation if you need that. Come on. You want to make sure that the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed. Okay. Obey them. The Bible says in Hebrews thirteen seventeen, they have rule over you. Now, this is not a thing of control again. Okay. That means to have respect. Submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. So listen to those that that God has put in leadership. Okay, submit to their authority over, uh, even over the world. The Bible tells us not to sit in the council of the ungodly. Okay, don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Okay, be careful of where you're getting your advice and things from. Make sure it's from clean, a clean vein, a pure vein. Okay, godly vein. 
right? For they are on constant watch to protect your souls. And someday they must give an account. We must give an account. This is such a tedious job that we have. Leaders and pastors and those that are leading ministries, congregations. It's a, it's a very tedious job. And it's a job that should not be taken lightly. I, I really, really, really do not take what I do lightly. Because when God has entrusted people to our, to our, you know, our, our, our hands, if you will, the people belong to God. We must remember that. They don't belong to us. We must be careful. Okay, we must submit everything over to the Lord. Lead under the direction of God. Hallelujah. Not by your own resources, not by your own opinions. No, it's got to be God-led. Thank you, Jesus. Give them reason to, to be joyful and not to regret their duty, for that will be of no good to you. Okay, now that that was from the Voice Bible, Hebrews thirteen seventeen. Okay, um, when God speaks prophetically, He brings direction. This is very important. He'll bring direction. He'll bring focus, identity, and confirmation in your life. Okay, again, when God speaks, He will bring direction. Okay, focus, identity, confirmation, and also it'll give peace and comfort to you. The, the Lord Jesus knows exactly what you all need. He knows what we all need. Glory to God. And when we seek him, hallelujah, he's going to pull out. He's going to show us in the word. Glory to God. Exactly what to do. God is so faithful. I'm so thankful for that. God will quicken you and give you assurance that you're going in the right direction. Okay. He will not bring confusion, but assurance that you're doing the right thing. Okay. Along with this will be peace. He gives us his peace. The peace of God will keep you. If you have no peace, do not move. Wait on the Lord. Trust God. Wait on him. Don't get in a hurry. Hallelujah. Wait until you know that God is leading. God does not release a prophetic word in order to get you to give as well. Okay. Uh, we put this in here because many times that's what people do. You know, will you give me this and I'll say this or I'll give you what the Lord is saying. No. If you're dealing with people like that, run. Just go the other way. Hallelujah. Because Jesus does not manipulate us to give money. I saw a clip where a person did that, a young lady. And this person was telling them, you, you got to give me $5,000, a big amount of money. You've not done right and even attempted to speak a curse over this young lady. And she she submitted to what the person was saying. Be careful, beloved. Be careful who's speaking into your life. Be careful of the words that you're getting. Be careful of who you're following. Be careful. There are a lot of things out here today, uh, prophets, and I'm not against prophets. I'm not against fivefold ministry. I thank God for what God is setting up, but I am against when it's not right and it goes against the word of God. And many times we do have to come out and say that's wrong. That's not of God. And then take the people to the word to prove it. Okay, so this is an area that we must be careful. The Holy Spirit is not a merchandiser. So be careful of those who tell you to give 
give certain amounts of money for a prophetic word or to pray for your healing. Be careful. Be very careful. Jeremiah 23, 30 and 31 says, Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words, everyone from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, he saith. It's a very dangerous thing to say things when God has not said it. So be very, very careful that what you say, the Lord has um, sanctioned it and really in it. If not, don't put that, don't put that little blurb in front of those words. Be careful. Okay. Do not follow gifts. Do not follow gifts. Follow the fruit. The Bible says we're going to know people by their fruit. In other words, is there fruit in their life? You know. What, what about their character? Okay, be careful. When you see the gifts of the Spirit in operation, look for the character and the fruit. Make sure that the lifestyle of the person is upright. Many people are used in the gifts. However, not all walk in Christian character. Not all are walking in godly character. Okay. Love and integrity should be displayed in our lives. Remember, signs follow Believers, God validates with signs, wonders, and miracles, but they will follow. And when you study the book of Acts, that's exactly what happened. The apostles did not have it backwards. The signs and wonders followed their lives. They laid hands on people. They were healed. They were delivered. Demons came out. Hallelujah. The works of God went forth in their lives because they were submitted to the Lord. We must be submitted to the Lord above all else. We, our lives must be totally surrendered to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So love and integrity should be displayed in our lives. Remember again, signs follow believers. God validates with signs, wonders, and miracles, but they will follow. Witchcraft takes the focus off the importance of character development and places it on the manifestation of spiritual gifts. Sometimes people are pushed, pushed, pushed because people see giftings, but they have the person hasn't been developed yet. They haven't been made. They don't know how to handle trials and things that would come their way. They don't know how to ch- handle opposition, persecution, but yet that gift, and because of that gifting, they're pushed. Be careful of people that are pushing you. Be careful of that. Make sure that you're in a way where you can get what you need, the teaching you need, deliverance, the foundation. Many people are, are again, flowing in these areas, but their foundation is, is, is shabby. And then when trials hit them, they fall. Some just back up and go way back. Be careful. Be careful of people that will put you on a platform. And then when things happen in your life, they don't help you. You're just there. Be careful. Be very careful. Hallelujah. Watch out for rebellion. Avoid rebellion. Avoid disobedience. Pride, stubbornness, control, manipulation, rebellion, false motives, and hidden agendas. Fuel witchcraft. 
My God. The Bible says, Hallelujah. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. That's First Samuel fifteen twenty three. We know that's Saul. Okay, we know that that's the spirit of Saul there. Okay, so we have to, again, I'm going to say this again. Pride, arrogance, get rid of it. Haughtiness, okay, not being submissive, stubborn, controlling and manipulative. Be careful of these things. Make sure everything you do, your motives are right, your agendas are right. Make sure that what you're doing, even now, God is leading The Spirit of God will anoint and grace us to do the things that we're called to do. But we can't do it in ourselves. If the Spirit of God is not there, who, where is He? And where's the fruit going to be? Only what you do for Christ. See, we gotta, we gotta make sure that everything we're doing, beloved, Jesus is in the midst of it. We must beware of the Spirit and abort the spirit of witchcraft. Okay. As God exposes things, as he brings to light things that maybe, maybe in your life and God is saying, I don't want that there, that attitude. It could be something as, as minute as an attitude, a bad attitude, bad behaviors. So we're being checked on every front, beloved. But the Lord loves us enough. Hallelujah. I'm sure Paul and others, they went through things. Peter went through things. He was tested in times. Praise the Lord. They came out. Praise the Lord. The Lord helped them. And he will help you right where you are. Right where you are right now. Praise the Lord. I want to pray. I thank God for the word of the Lord. I thank God for uh, him enlightening us and helping us and giving us how to maneuver and then giving us wisdom when things come our way that we may not understand. Praise the Lord. But the Lord, again, will give us what we need to um, walk in victory, walk in the victory of the Lord. All right. So I want to pray now. Father God, we just want to thank you. I thank you for each and every one that's on the line right now. And Lord, I just pray for your ministry. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will minister to us. Reveal, even in our lives, Father, things that are not right. We repent of all sin. Father God, we must quickly repent. And Lord God, we thank you for the light of the Lord and the light of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that quickens us. We thank you for revealing seeds of witchcraft through manipulation and control and domination. We ask for forgiveness if we've done any of these things. Father God, you cleanse us and bring deliverance. We ask you, God, to minister to those who have been affected by confusion, emotional manipulation, inattentiveness, and probing of the soul. Father, those that may have been just gouged out by words and they didn't realize what was going on. Word curses spoken over their lives. We bind those things now in Jesus' name. Father, people that have been hurt because of wicked words, vicious words, I pray your healing touch right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind all attacks that have come to steal the peace of the people of God 
In Jesus' name, we bind all confusion, chaos, and turmoil in the name of the Lord. We repent of all rebellion and pride, arrogance, uh, control and manipulation, vain desires, not being in church, those that have pulled away because of hurts. Father, we repent of this now. Lord God, even those that disrespect, that have a disrespect for fivefold giftings of ministers and leaders because of hurt. Father, we pray healing for them now in Jesus' name. We renounce wrong associations, carrying witchcraft messages, false motives, and hidden agendas. Lord God, your word declares that if we confess our sins, you are faithful. And those now that are confessing their sin, Father, you're faithful to forgive and cleanse from all unrighteousness. So we thank you for that cleansing in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind all spirits of manipulation, even by way of tears. Father God, in the name of the Lord, we ask you, Lord, to give your people spiritual discernment. In the name of Jesus, we bind all strong confusion against the minds now. We come against mind-blocking spirits, mind-binding spirits right now. In the name of Jesus, I come against the spirit of Python, the constrictor spirits that have, have the mind so constricted. And Lord, we ask that the scales will fall off. We even come against evil soul ties. In the name of Jesus, with relationships, things that have happened in people's lives. And Father God, where they must break those soul ties. Father God, in Jesus' name, that they would pray this prayer. That they would ask you, Lord, to cleanse their soul. That that soul tie would be broken. That their their spirit would, would be made whole. That you would make them whole in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, even in that mind, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We ask, Lord, for spiritual discernment. And we bind all confusion in Jesus' name. Lord God, give your people a staid mind, a right mind, a steady mind, a righteous mind, a calm mind, and a mind that's full of peace in Jesus' mighty, wonderful name. We ask, Father, for a spirit of forgiveness. Lord, if there's any unforgiveness, any anger, any bitterness, Father God, that you would bring deliverance and healing in that area as well. In the name of the Lord, we ask you, Lord, to open up their eyes of understanding so that they're enlightened by your word. Help your people to walk today, O God, in obedience to your word without compromising. Hallelujah. Without fear or intimidation in Jesus name. Father, I ask you to abort abort every vicious spirit associated with witchcraft to include spirits of error, seduction, deception, lies, mockery, and hypocritical spirits and draining spirits in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you. We praise you now. We take authority over all controlling powers of witchcraft in Jesus' name. We bind every negative word spoken. In the lives of your people right now. We break the power of confusion and torment and fear and control in Jesus' name. We take captive every vain imagination and every high thought that's contrary to the word of God in their lives. Hallelujah. Help your people, God, to submit their wills to you, their thought lives to you, to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So we plead the blood of Jesus over the minds of your men servants and maid servants right now. We command stability and order to prevail in their lives in Jesus' name. We break the power of witchcraft's deception, seduction and sorcery, error and intimidation, and fear 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. We declare freedom from Jezebelic spirits, false prophetic words, controllers and manipulators, sorcerers and witches, warlocks and counterfeit spirits, evil soul ties and spiritual folly, soothsayers and lying spirits. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We repent of sin, both known and unknown. We submit now. Help your people right now. Submit right now thoroughly to the Lordship of Jesus. And Lord, that they will be clothed with the armor of God. That they'll take up the weapons of their warfare and realize they're not carnal, but mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. We also bind spirits of rebellion and witchcraft, control, manipulation, domination, pharmakia. We come against that spirit, that drug spirit, spirits of assassination and confusion, chaos and interceptions, misunderstandings. We come against twisting of words, victimization. We bind all misuse information gained with the intent to cause harm in Jesus' name. And Father, those that have gathered information to attack others, we bind those spirits now. Hallelujah. We command that those things will come null and void. They will not have the activity that the enemy is sending it to do in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. We loose the peace of God and healing to those who have been wounded by witchcraft. We loose the peace to those who have fallen in a trap and now realize what's going on. We bind all shame, condemnation, guilt. We loose the peace and the rest of God now. We choose this day to put on the breastplate of righteousness. It covers our vital organs. We choose to put on the belt of truth around our waist. We choose to put on the shoes that cover our feet that will prepare us to walk in the word of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We choose to take up the shield of faith. It covers us. Hallelujah. From every fiery dart of the wicked one. We choose, O God, to use the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God that defeats the enemy from all demonic powers. O Father God, we thank you now. We will continue to pray in the Spirit for all saints, for the will of God to be done in the lives of your people. And we thank you, God, today, hallelujah, for your peace, your grace, your mercy, and your favor. Extend your hand to your people today, I pray, dear Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for complete healing from the effects of witchcraft in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for moving in the lives of your people in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for liberty and freedom. And, Lord God, we give you praise for peace and rest and strength for the people of God. We thank you for it all. We thank you, God, for victory because we are saints of the Most High God and we walk in victory today. And Lord God, bless your people now. Bring healing in every area, even in their physical bodies, Father God. And we bind infirmity. We bind all sickness now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you and we praise you for it all. In Jesus' wonderful mighty name we pray. Amen. And amen. God bless you, beloved. We love you so much. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Great teaching today. Dr. Deborah Vells. Sister Vells, give out your contact information and how people can tune into your broadcast and support your ministry. 
Yes, sir. So um, Set Free Outreach Ministries, Brother Shannon, as you know, is located. We're located in Blackwell, Oklahoma. And I thank God for what he is doing. If anyone would like information about our ministry, you can go to setfreeoutreachministries.org. You can also email us. That's really the best way to contact us, quickest way. If anyone has comments or questions or want more information or to support, you can go to setfreeoutreachministries.org. We do have a donate button on our website. We also have Cash App um, as well. If you want all of that information, how to support the ministry, you can email us at setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. You can also call us for prayer if you want prayer or uh, just other information. You can reach us by phone, 479-567-3043. We also have our YouTube channel where we're streaming from there. It's Apostle Deborah Vales. That's our um, our YouTube channel. And all of our services are over over streaming now. Um, and I'm just thankful for that. Praise the Lord as he's helping us. Praise the Lord. We have been on a sabbatical and we're revamping Brother Shannon. Even today I was uh, going through some things to get the podcasting ready so that we can go on uh, some of the podcasts and, and things. So I'm excited about what God is doing. But for now, if you want more information, please email us. Setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. Go to our YouTube channel, Apostle Deborah Vales, and you'll see all of our services there. Bible studies are streamed as well, and so we do thank God for it, and I give God praise for all that He's doing, and I say God bless to everyone. Amen. Sister Vales, thank you for coming on today. It was a great program, and we will see you next week, next time. God bless God, you. Yes, sir. Thank you. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Love you so much. Love you too. All right, Dr. Deborah Vells. Uh, Brother Carl Henderson could not be with us tonight. His computer is down, but hope to have him back um, in about a week or so. That's going to conclude today's program. And again, if you want to get a copy of the uh, the Great Awakening video, go over to my Substack channel. I've got it there as a post. You can sign up for free, omegaman.substack.com. Also, check out my website, omegamanradio.com. Thank you again for tuning in. God bless you all, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern, with uh, Michael Cummins to kick it off. God bless you.